I saw the head of the IJT standing about 20 yards away and speaking on his mobile. He was looking at me and clearly talking about me. I don't think he knew what to do. Some professors arrived and the Jamaat youth shoved them round too, and I could see the professors were scared of them. At this point, I had been eluding arrest for almost two weeks. The country was undergoing yet another period of turmoil, and President Musharraf had declared a state of emergency. On the evening of 3rd of November 2007, I had been giving a talk at the Lahore University of Management Science when someone passed me a note saying that the heads of all the political parties opposed to Musharraf were to be put under house arrest, including me. I had already been held under house arrest the previous year when President Bush visited Pakistan. That was aimed at stopping me staging a protest against the US president because of his hypocrisy in supporting Musharraf, a military dictator, while invading Iraq with the justification of installing democracy. So initially, I was not too worried. Even under house arrest, I could still manage my political party. I finished my speech, held various meetings and returned sometime after midnight to my old family home in Lahore's Zaman Park where my father and younger sister lived with her family. It was only when the police barged into our house that I began to sense a difference. Normally, the police were very polite with me. This time, their manner was more aggressive. There was no mention of house arrest, but rather of orders for my detention. I insisted they show me a warrant, and while they went off to get it, a journalist called me on my mobile. Imran! I'm sitting with the superintendent of police here, he said. All of the other political leaders have been put under house arrest, but you are going to jail. Your orders are for jail. With barely minutes to spare, I asked my nephew to check outside to see whether there was any possibility of escape. He told me that while the police had surrounded most of the house, they had left unguarded a ten-foot-high wall on the edge of our garden. I slipped out the back and sprinted for the wall, and my nephew helped me climb over into the garden next door. I had spent my childhood in Zaman Park, and many of my relatives still live nearby. While the police came in and searched our family home, even my father's bedroom, despite him being sick at the time, I made for my grandfather's old house and from then on began moving from place to place every other day. Every now and then I surfaced to give a telephone interview to the press to try and get my message out to the people of Pakistan, and specifically to my workers. Then I moved again. Two or three times the police arrived at a house to look for me barely fifteen minutes after I had left. Later, I heard that at least five thousand people had been detained. I was one of the last of the leading opposition politicians who remained free. I had to organize my party as best I could by word of mouth, since we had all switched off our mobile phones and many members had gone underground. Benazir Bhutto, the daughter of the former president and prime minister of Pakistan, who had been executed in 1979, she herself was prime minister in 1988-90 and again in 1993-96, had recently returned from political exile. She arrived in Lahore to organize a protest march, but the police surrounded her house, and the plans fizzled out. She was, however, pursued by the international media, 
and I decided I should take advantage of their presence to give myself up with as much publicity as possible. The best place to do this was the University of the Punjab, the biggest university in the country, where I wanted the students to mobilize against Musharraf's state of emergency. My party, Tariq Ainsaf, was already popular amongst the students, mainly because of the stand we had taken against the military dictator. The young people of Pakistan were my main strength, and I had seen over the years how youth across the world had played a vital role in popular campaigns, from the anti-Vietnam War movement of 1960s America to the ousting of Indonesia's President Suharto in the 1990s, and yet to come the Arab uprisings of 2011. I wanted the students to be politicized, since dictators always try to depoliticize people in order to maintain control. They and the international media would witness my arrest. I would not be taken quietly.